What's up? What's up? This is Nap Times Over. I'm your girl Twigs. It's the air. We ain't back. It's your girl Richie Rich. What's tea? How you guys doing this week? What's going on? Y'all, this week I've been just chilling. I feel like I'm channeling my inner Tia, Whoa. doing less and making more at work. Because I thought I've, I've never seen Tia really do like anything <laughs> substantial pertaining to her job. But anywho, but nah, for real, I just want some chill shit. Work's been real cool. Real, like, you feel me? Taco Monte. I have been having to play, like, I don't even know, like, what you call it, but I've been having to, like, flick be, like, fake nice with my manager. I'm not mad at it. You've been having to do what with your manager? Like, slick be fake friends, nice with her. Like, you know, um. laugh at her. Like, more so laugh at her, not with her. But she think I'm laughing with her. But, you know, how that go? I don't. You don't? Nah, I, it, I can't do that. I don't make white people comfortable. It's, it's, people not, it's, it's not about it's not about her race. It's more so about her personality. Like, I really, I handle them all the same. Like, run up, get done up, essentially. Damn. If Damn not, straight up. Yeah, if not, keep it cute. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, you're right on. But now, um, I would say overall for me, this week has been decent. I have been in my head a lot. I'm really trying to make like a huge decision in my life right now. It's really just about taking a leap. And I've been taking a lot of leaps. And I feel like God's tired of me hopping and leaping from all over the place. But I don't know. So, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. But I've been cool overall. I ain't going to say who said it. But somebody did say, I believe I can fly. <laughs> And you see exactly where his ass is at now. Flew his ass exactly. To prison. <laughs> exactly. Flew his ass right to the jails. Cell block D. But I never, I never said I believe I can fly above the law. But Wayne That's did. He... Oh damn. Oh oh. Huh? Oh. He did. <laughs> what, is, what? What is he? He didn't say that. He's he well. said he's above the law. Mm-hmm. It's in one of them songs. I can't think of it right now. I can't think of the melody, but I remember like him saying it. I'm above I, fly, I think it's in the um. <laughs> and I fly high above the law. There you go. There, that's what it is. But but you see the metaphor there. I fly high above the law. Mm, but that's just more so like I'm vibing above the law. That's what that gives to me. Is that are we saying two different things? No, I mean like what did you get? What did you get when Jim Jones said we fly high? No lie, flawless. He flies high, but like you feel me, like that's the Lil Wayne literally said above the law. Oh, but so hey, we talking about I'm, I'm down with you flying above the law. I'm down with you flying high. Okay, whatever you okay. want to do, boo. All right, if you fly above the law, I need to roll with you as personal <laughs> personnel. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tia, how how's your week been? It's been good. You know, move. Mm, I said I was gonna stop saying. Yeah, that. moving and growing. Um, I told you um, what they're gonna start to think about you. I told you. Believing and receiving. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, T D Jake. <laughs> so um <laughs> last week I feel like we left off on essentially me posing the question to y'all. Do we see any shifts in the generation? And piggying back off of that essentially, how are some of the general beliefs changing so like um I guess like an example I can pose maybe like how your parents or your grandparents mindset may be versus like how we think like I know for me personally like I actually find it pretty funny and it's a weird way that me and my grandmother connect but like we'll be having a conversation and I'll like you know pose my side of it and she'll be like I ain't got time for your Malcolm X bullshit (laughs) (laughs) but like also she has a mindset of like even when I talk to her like if I come to her like with work problems or life problems or whatever it's more so like uh, it's just like just take it and I'm just like why do I gotta just take it and she's like you just do and I'm just like no and that's like kind of like you know what I'm saying so I definitely feel like um I yeah I would say like our parents generation 
and our grandparents' generation have like the um, mindset of like basically it ain't no get down or lay down. They just gonna lay down. Damn. Yes, Samasa. No, Samasa. Damn. That's what that's what it gives. I don't know, but I could be wrong. So, how do y'all feel about that? I I feel like mm, I'm up I'm up in the air about both like because I feel like it's both ways. Like, I've seen it. I've seen two different sides. Like I feel like I've seen the Malcolm X and I've seen the Martin Luther King of both because like my family ain't laying down for shit. That's been proven <laughs> several times. But also there are some like that do have that mindset of like they do operate on a lot of fear. But I definitely feel like it's there are huge shifts with how we how our generation and generations following us are definitely have I feel like our generation definitely have broke the mold with we not really going for a lot of the shit that our like ancestors, our people and stuff did because generations older than us, they they definitely believe in sticking it out for like a job per se. And then you got our generation that is not afraid of finding another job type shit. So mm-hmm. I definitely I definitely see the shifts and the different mindsets that come into play when it comes to just everyday life and just the different perspectives when it comes to dealing with things. I'd be talking to my mom and she'd be pissing me off sometimes just with her mindset. But I love her to death. That's my baby. But Okay, so Landon, you really hit on a good like topic that I was gonna speak on as well too. So you said my people ain't laying down for shit. And it's not even, like, a sense of, like, a literal, like, okay, like, you essentially getting whole, like, lay down. But yeah, it's just, nah, like, I, I feel even with what you said, as far as, like, they believe in, like, sticking it out of your job, like, getting your retirement, putting in, like, your 50, like, or not even 50 years. I guess at that point, it would be, like, what, like, 40, like, 30, 40 years mm-hmm. at that point to, like, you know, get your retirement. Like, they believe in all of that type of stuff, where it's, like, like yeah. you said we quick to be like, okay, if this job not doing X, Y, and Z, I'm about to get a new job. But that's what I mean in the sense of, like, kind of lay down. Like, yeah, it's definitely been times when, like, they probably been passed over for promotions, Mm -hmm. not given a raise when they was really warranted and granted one. Like, and that's what I kind of mean. So, like, yeah, I but, like, I definitely get what you're saying. Like, in a sense, like, nah, like, my mama, she definitely, like, one of them motherfuckers who, like, she gonna on 10 with you but like yes. if I go to her like she don't understand if I like well right why don't, why don't you just stay at this one job and I'm like well the fuck like because they got me fucked up like that's why yeah, I can't nah. stay at this one job like that's why right but yeah no I agree um but like and even going off of that point that's more so like my father's side when I say my people I mean my mama's side I don't really anyway um (laughs) and not even really to expose my family but like my family come from a certain kind of lifestyle to where even then like they didn't do no job shit like i'm like one of the few of my family that went to school doing this job shit hopping from job to job and even then i'm not even trying to do the job shit but they definitely wasn't at no job none of them got retirement for 1k None of them know any yeah, of that shit. These are grade A hustlers I'm talking about. <laughs> Niggas grade A hustlers. All right, all right, Lyndon. No, <laughs> figuring don't, don't it say, out. Like, figuring it don't out. Don't say they too much, Bookie. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not going to say too much. Like, hey, they, you know. So, Tia. That will help. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with y'all. I think it's it's both, like, people who lay down and people who are standing on business. And I think at the moment we kind of need more people to stand on business, but yeah. Okay, because I feel that breeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love that you I love that you use that quote standing on business. Like I re- I really do because I mean when I say just the term standing on business is so crazy right now. And if I can just pose this question, to y'all, what culture does that essentially? derive from standing on business mm. yeah like where does the term standing on business where does that like essentially derive from what community like what like what would you connect that to like what community what like group of people like what would you connect that to because <laughs> i was i was gonna say the only culture that stands on business but if i'm being real real right, right now i don't think any culture really stands on business but I'm th- I'm just saying the term Damn. itself, like where it was coined from, like how it's so popular right now. Like you get what I'm saying? Like everybody oh, is trying to make us. Yeah. Okay. Tia, what you think? Uh, same. Same. I'm saying okay. 
You literally that, just the term itself standing on business is crazy right now, right? Mm-hmm. So again, just to like kind of deepen our conversation, like when we essentially kind of talk about even just how I pose the question standing on business and how popular it is right now. I feel like that kind of highlights an even bigger problem or adversary adversary here. So it's just like our culture is essentially being colonized or gentrified mm. because it's just like, mm-hmm. here we are. Like I said, like standing no business is almost like a funny term. Like that's something that can resonate with everybody right now because it's almost viral. But it's mm-hmm. just like, even how Lyndon said, I don't think no nobody is standing on business. Well, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, when it really comes down to it, when you connect it back to the culture and, like, our people, like, are we really standing on business? Like, are we? Right, because I wanted to say, like, loud and proud, like, us, duh, but then I really thought about it, and I'm like, too many motherfuckers giving out invites to this cookout for me to be talking about we stand And that's what I'm saying, like, our culture (laughs) is being, like, colonized, like, when you go to the hood and, like, the Seven Eleven that used to be on the corner is a bakery, mm-hmm. and yeah, you feel me. The oh, mm-hmm. you feel me. Soul Food Spot is a is a donut joint now. Like it's crazy. Like, but I feel like that's like what they doing. Yeah, like that's what they kind of like doing with our culture in a sense, and like kind of really like deterring us from like I don't even want to say deterring us from the message, but it's just like they giving us like I don't even want to say instant gratification, but what do like what do people be saying it like distractions like Prongs. oh like it's funny like oh everybody's saying it's standing no business it's a meme it's this it's that but like when it really come down to it as a person when you look in the mirror are we really standing on business as a people are we really standing on business as a culture like what's tea with that like you get what i'm saying Damn. Yeah, that's, no that's that's actually good and actually brought us to our topic of the day which is um colonizing our culture that's who you listen. You tore that transition up. I'm not gonna lie. You did your thing. Enough. You did Shout your out thing. Shout to Richie Rich. Props three snaps. Hey, <laughs> but now nah, that's actually that's definitely a good a good ass like just question because are we for real for real? When you really think about it, like our generation alone, like Gen Z, is about to be the, like the last. I mean, is the last white majority generation in America. So, damn, <laughs> that's crazy as hell. So, uh, and even are... when you say that, like, that's crazy. Because, like, if you honestly, truly, when we, like, kind of did the research for this episode and I kind of, like, resonated with that, I'm like, damn, I'm saying, like, Gen Z is the last, like, white majority generation, but I'm a part of this generation. And I don't feel that way. Like, I feel real culture. Like, you feel me? But I mm-hmm. feel like I think there's a lot of things that can attribute to that. Not only one thing. So, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to even think about that, though. But yeah, y'all might get into some shit this episode. I might gotta watch no, it listen, I might, I might the one we gotta watch out for is Tia. Oh lord. <laughs> no. not, so, how do we feel about the popularization of Black culture? Like, how would you say? Well, no. How do you feel about it? Just sum it up. Um, I wouldn't even say like it's popular. I would just say like. Well, I'm not okay. You know what? I take that back. I recant my statement. It is very <laughs> popular. However, I feel like it's the norm. I feel like we kind of touched on this in another episode where it's just like black people essentially like using what they have and making the best out of it. So to us, this is like normal. To like mm-hmm. other people looking in, it's almost like a study like, oh my God, how are they able to like make a rap song like this? How are they able to like design a a piece like this how are they able to like you know draw on a canvas like this and they don't really understand it because it's like these people are essentially the lowest on the totem pole here we are with millions of dollars access to millions of resources and we still find ourselves having to go here to get inspiration or do x y and z like you get what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something we don't even like take we kind of take for granted in our community like I bet it's like a person that you know that can do that that has actually like an extraordinary talent. They'd be like, oh, that's nothing. Like, I just do that in my spare time. Or like, you will mess around and hear somebody humming and singing at work. And it's like, oh, your voice sound like that. Like, motherfucker, do you not know you could win a Grammy? Like, you <laughs> want to go be a, a motherfucking uh, a talent agent or something. Like, 
you baby i got a million dollar vision for you and you don't even know because you just like coming around the house like you feel me like it just be crazy mm-hmm. like that but it's like so natural to the point where i feel like we don't really recognize it to the point where how can you go hard about it like you know what i'm saying yeah now are we as a people are we all in that space no i feel like it's definitely people who are out here like like no i created this i'm gonna protect this this is mine but a lot of people like don't have that mindset and i feel like it also like plays a role and like you'll see like a person who has that mindset like no this is mine i'm gonna protect it they'll probably be in a different tax bracket versus a person who like doesn't take it serious or didn't put any like real intent into it like you know yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. See you. I kind of agree with what Mariah. Who the fuck is Mariah? Mariah is saying um, about like it just being our norm. Hmm. I don't know how I feel. I'm gonna be honest. Go ahead, Lyndon. Come back to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know how I feel. What you mean? <laughs> you don't know how you feel? You can be honest. This is a safe space. I'm. I'm being honest, like, because I, I do feel like um, it's the norm, but also, like, I don't know how to articulate this, the thoughts in my head right now. Um, okay, well, sit on it, baby, and we gonna, we gonna circle back. <laughs> That's what I asked, didn't I? <laughs> oh. Damn, it's back. Before yes, before yes, ma'am. yes, ma'am. <laughs> before it get domestic, let me say. <laughs> <laughs> um nah I I personally like seeing a popular up like the popularization of our like culture and just like things that we do naturally I feel like it hindered me in a way growing up just from my perspective at that age just seeing that I didn't want to do it anymore like I didn't want to put it out there like I didn't want to show because at a point in time it felt like we were like circus acts type shit like and I feel like when somebody know you can sing they want you to sing everything they want you to sing their name they want you to sing them happy birthday when somebody know you can like draw they want you to draw they eye they want you to draw something type like I feel like every time somebody knows you can do something it's always like taken as entertainment which it is but at the same time to us because it's so natural we use it a different way like as we touched on in different like different episodes we've used it as outlets like um creative ways to like basically get ourselves out of a situation but for me personally it's always been a just me just being me or just an outlet for me so a lot of it can be geared or just seen as more personal so that's why i i would say like it kind of kept me in a shell when i was younger like i was out there but i wasn't out there out there for for like some of these kids be out here i'd be proud of them but not me not my ministry uh i personally don't care for like people hopping on like our culture and for a trend though like that's something i don't like seeing i just and it's not even to be like oh these people can't do that but when i see it's basically like inspired by black people or just copied from a black person it's just like it's unoriginal and doesn't have the same effect as somebody with authentic natural gifted talent so that's how i personally feel about it Mm-hmm. Yeah, this kind of like a sidebar, and I don't know Tia if you still collecting your thoughts. But Tia said he, not Tia, Lenny said you know you said you wasn't really out there, so you telling me they putting down two buckaroonies, and they like <laughs> who can hit that soldier boy the best? <laughs> you telling me you not about to motherfucking put your your big toe six feet into the ground? And hit that soldier boy with all your might. <laughs> act or not? For two, for two buckaroonies. <laughs> I'm talking about back in the day at the cookout when they'd be like, "All right, all right, y'all. Um, everybody do this dance. We whoever is the best, you know, we are gonna give them money. Like they ain't do that at y'all cookouts. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Come on, you already know they said come over here and do that little dance that you be doing with your cousin. Mm-hmm. You already know I got that. Yeah, and the best mm-hmm. cousin got the money. So absolutely, and I stay with that that bag. You already know. Okay, but that's why I was just making sure because when I like, when I'm okay. saying like when I'm saying like put it out there for me, it made it harder to really like go after it as like because it's definitely a dream of mine something i've always wanted to do but it made it harder in a sense for me seeing it the way it was treated the way it wasn't it was taken seriously to some people but some people most people it wasn't 
and just how it's understood and just how it's really, I would say, like, just viewed by more people as entertainment. Entertainment, it makes you feel like a circus act when people only want you to do certain things that they want you to do. It doesn't feel natural. Like, when people dance, like, natural, like, those who are naturally gifted, they a lot, a lot of times do it for outlets. A lot of times they do it to vent. People write poetry, rapping, and stuff like that. Like, Lil Wayne even, uh, even said at the beginning of one of Drake's songs, um, he need, like, a situation to go in the booth. He needs something that's actually going to motivate him. He don't want to just go in the booth and actually, like, just get in here and just freestyle a bunch of bullshit that he, he not talking about nothing. He really actually want to have a situation. So when it's just people trying to toy that or actually take advantage of your talents, your gifts, and things that's just naturally gifted to you, it becomes, like, not even something that you really want to do no more. So stuff like that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, Tia, have you had enough time to sit and resonate with your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, um, I think that, um, yeah, I agree with Landon that it's kind of like, it's cool, but it's like, it it's becoming something that's not original. No, because I'm glad you actually said that. That just, that makes me think of like, just how they've been taking like our gifts and in our culture look how a lot of things are watered down now like right. there's there's not much and i they even say you don't really need talent to be famous or be successful or anything like talent is literally so watered down nowadays like they're like there are talented people out there that are making it but there are a lot of people who aren't talented who are really just more consistent and just hard workers more than they are talented like there's a lot of things that aren't taken as it like music ain't even real music no more it's just hella samples it's just hella yeah. things that's already manufactured like it's just a lot of things that aren't authentic anymore when it comes to what we do or just how we are as a people that brings us together that like we na like you said, naturally singing, dancing, and stuff like that. That's what we do at every gathering, eating, mm -hmm. talking shit. Like that's what we do. So it's yeah. natural for us to do. But the way it's just been put on display, how a lot of people want, like, of course, people want awards and shit for it now. But it's no longer doing it for the sake of this. Is like I'm telling my Passion. story. Yeah. Yes. So the feelings mm -hmm. ain't there no more. Well, they are sometimes, but like. It's yeah, I agree. It's losing its feeling, and that's kind of all we got in this motherfucker right now. Yeah, so yeah, I, nah. I would, that goes into my next question because, like, I was gonna ask how the popularization of Black culture impacting our sense of community. I feel like it takes like a huge toll on like our community because that helps us with us building the community or like bringing our community together. Those things with art or how we want to express it or explain it it that's what helps bring us together as a community so when people infiltrate that i feel right. like kind of, that's why it's so like, difficult mm -hmm. to decipher right now yeah yes. Ooh, and i feel like it's that up and down like going back to when i said i don't feel like nobody really standing on business i feel like stuff like that really kind of like deals with that or comes into play when it's talking about us actually standing on business actually coming together and building our community and actually wanting better more for it too many outside forces in. Yeah, no, like I also feel like another thing that you kind of like hinted to earlier when you were saying like just almost like the comfortability of like being able to like outwardly express like your true talents, like you know what I'm saying? Even the idea of that, I feel like that's what we lack. Like, where is like a safe place where I can go where I feel like comfortable to like express these things? And mm -hmm. then with that, I also have like somebody or something that's connected to a resource that can actually like make me feel like this is a possibility for me. Like you get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like it's a very like commonology in the black community or like I feel like we're growing out of it. But like to have the ideology of, oh, no, you can't do this or what? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's preposterous. Like, why do you even think that that's possible for you? I do mm -hmm. feel like we're moving away from it, but I do feel like that was a common notion that was, like, kind of, like, repeated. Mm -hmm. Almost to us, I feel like it alludes to the fact, also, when I say, like, with the other, with the older generations, like, if you're yeah. always told, like, what you can't do, what you'll never be, like, you'll settle for what you're being given. Mm -hmm. So, like, as we, like, kind of move further away from that, I feel like we are going to see, like, a change. But I feel like also that in a sense of, too, like, 
that makes us lose our community where we can like look outward and we can see these other people that's that don't look like us that's not doing anything to pour into our communities that we benefit nothing from but they're being benefited from stuff that we do every day stuff that we see people doing or we know somebody at the block who can do it 10 times better than what they doing but it's just like nobody knows them or like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they weren't granted that opportunity type of thing so I definitely feel like it definitely plays like a it has an impact on our community, but I also feel like we're kind of like moving, we're moving forward in a sense. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what direction we really moving in. To be honest with you, like straight up, I just, it's like if I'm being real, because it's like it just doesn't seem helpful, like to have these extra entities like infiltrate our community, like, or just anything that we do. And I feel like a lot of people, even, and yes, this can, this could be like some form of like old mindset, however people want to say it, but people still feel jaded or just feel some type of way when we do have those outside, outside forces come in doing things that we know people that can like do a lot better, or they receive praise for doing something that we know people who have been busting their ass doing something for years and they haven't even gotten like an interview or whatever, like, you know, or even congratulations, a nice little card or something like anything. These people up here winning awards and shit and just getting all this praise and doing all these things. And we got people that's been hustling, doing these things. And a lot of times it comes from us. So like I, I sense that hurt still within the community or that sense of betrayal. Damn, like we still not making this or we still not doing this every time it's somebody that's like, profiting and benefiting off of our community but is not a part of our community like I see that a lot I think um yeah and that I think is a connection to like why we don't feel a sense of community because that also like feeds into that only one can make it and so mm -hmm. like now if you have only one trying to make it of course there's going to be like a divide or like a lack of that sense of community but yeah that's just that's just really wild though that's wild to actually see so that's that's why i said i don't i don't know like i don't really i mean maybe someone you know of a different generation older generation could definitely let me know what they think as far as like we moving forward or moving backward i really don't feel like my people was fighting for us to be where we <laughs> at now but i mean hey that's, that's yeah just me. They were, I mean, we still further than we were, but like, I think at this point, you can go up or you can go down. I think we in the middle. But we gonna see. But were we not in the middle before, though? I feel like, I was about to say, I still feel like. <laughs> no. <laughs> like... no, facts. No, I feel that. But I mean, I feel like, no, I feel like there has been shit. Maybe we are, we are in the middle. This is the hell of the middle. <laughs> Um, a hell of a middle what I mean <laughs> there's small okay so this is the thing I think like we are taking our sweet time to get there and uh, there's some people who like want us to like hurry up and then there's some people that are just like taking their time because mm. um, we have been in the middle for quite some time yeah I feel that shit I don't know yeah, so then I still my think that we could go up or we could go down, but it's just like what is gonna be that bitch the average yeah. this motherfucker because <laughs> we need some help. Right. Somebody. Well, Stop honestly, breaking. truly, when y'all pose it like that, I do, I do, I, I agree because it's it's a lot more to it. I feel like there's so many not even outside influences, but outside factors that actually play a part mm -hmm. of how we are, where we are, why we are. Mm, yes. And it's not like we have to stay there, no, but it's just like when you're posed against certain things, it's like, okay, how can you really see upheaval from your people? Like, mm -hmm. give me a generation of kids that's not born into poverty. Like, mm -hmm. I need at least like middle-class living as your norm. Like, you grew up in a house, not an apartment. Like, mm -hmm. you might not ever seen a roach. That's okay. <laughs> like, like, you get what I'm saying? Shout out to my mama. Like, yeah. You get what, like, I don't, I don't want it to be normal for you to be on welfare or you for, for you to be like, damn, how can I get food stamps? It right. is hard out here, but it's just like, 
I don't even really feel no type of way even saying this, but it's just like I don't I don't ever want to be on like government assistance for real. Like nah, just nah. of how I like not of how I grew up, but it's just like our community and like just how normal it is. It's just like no, like I don't I don't even want to think of that as like an option. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. then they'll be like, oh, you just a you just a welfare baby. Like you just live check to check. Like motherfucker could run your whole like- shit down to you. Like you on section eight, your baby on wick. Uh, you got food. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying in the sense of like, Crap. you got food stamps. It's Damn. nothing wrong with that. I <laughs> definitely feel like as a new mother, you definitely need to be on wick. But I'm just saying as like, hey, this is a way that we like trap and survive. I know y'all know people or y'all knew of people who literally like trap off the government, meaning like they gonna pay my rent, they gonna give me food stamps, and honestly, I'll be honest, truly, I'll be rooting for them. If you I don't got no job. The less I gotta do, but honestly, bro, that's a trap. That's a mental trap. If you right. basically surviving off the government month to month, how do you have a real savings? Like, what are mm. you saving? Where is your income coming from? What do they from? need to save for? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you need to save for? <laughs> are you crazy, Tia? Huh? Nine times out of ten, if you got welfare, you can honestly. I don't want to say basically qualify for it. You probably got more than one dependent, so you have somebody in this world that's gonna be here oh, okay. after you leave so yeah. in a sense you saying what do you need to save for your baby yeah. or if yeah. not it's gonna be a repeated cycle yeah times is hard when i go to the grocery store i would rather much have food stamps than feel forced to go to you scan and you scan means i don't scan but <laughs> that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there but what I'm saying is Come like five finger discount <laughs> as a people, bro, like as a mindset, like that's all I'm hitting at. Like, yeah, it's cool to like be I okay, I don't even know if I should get like shadow ban for this. I'm not even gonna say it. But like, yeah, it's cool to get off. Like if you can get off and you can get food stamps, you get your rent paid, you get a CPN, hey, make that shit work for you. But also too, like you feel me? Like, kind of want more for yourself. CPNs, yeah. rich, yeah, rich people use those. So I ain't gonna say CPNs, but I'm saying like as far as like welfare and stuff, and like where you depending on like the first and the third. Like, you get what yeah. I'm saying? You ain't you ain't got no motion to the first of the month. Yeah. When it's the thirty, when it's the you feel me? It's like the twenty fifth. You feel me? The twenty fourth. Freezer empty, refrigerator empty. You run that motherfucking scratching. You talking about the twenty fourth? The shit, they get paid on the first. That freezer about to be empty around the tenth. <laughs> Look, but that's why I'm saying, and, and don't let you sell none of them stamps. Like you're you're done. Yeah. But anywho, you know, because you know they spent that bread on the fit, baby. But that's neither here nor there. But I'm saying, like as a people, like when we, I don't want it to be like a for a per, like for a black person to be like a, a anomaly, essentially. Like oh, it's only a handful of people in this profession or something that does this that we can look up to that are great or like you get what I'm saying like no mm-hmm. I want it to be like a norm for people to have like um knowledge about life insurance full term I want you to have like trust set up for your kids like you get what I'm saying versus just mm-hmm. like living check to check or you living off of welfare so yeah. like yeah it's cool for the for shits and giggles and for laughs but at the end of the day like I want more for our people and, like, even in a sense of, like, talking how Gen Z is, like, the last, like, ma- white majority generation, okay, if we're moving out of that where it's just, like, the white people are the majority or whatever the case may be, what are we going to do with, do with that? Like, are we, like, are we going to show up and show out? Like, all right, you know, I don't want to say, like, it's our time to shine, but, like, when, a, when the numbers hit and at the end of the day, like, we are the majority, what is that going to, like, reflect, like, in society? Are we going to be looking how we've been looking, or are we, like, you feel me, going to step up to the plate? Hey, that, that's, a, that's a solid question. I feel like that plays yeah. into what, like, you know, why me and T were kind of on the fence about, like, where are, where we at? Like, <laughs> what it t- it's going to take? But I feel like that, you know, it's going to take something that's going to either push us and let us know we moving forward, or, like, it's something gonna have to happen to actually let us know where we at because we stuck. But like to think about like the white people no longer being the majority, like that's crazy. So that means it's gonna be like hella, hella white people that are whose ancestors <laughs> slaves. Hmm. That's crazy. yeah, yeah, and like so, and and bro, I seen that like a breakdown on Twitter. It was like basically how like the 
basically 100% African-American family is essentially like, what is it going to look like in maybe like 20 to 30 years? And these people is pale with straight and blonde hair. Oh my God. All because, but now it's really crazy because I feel like we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier too, where it's like cool to be a little black, but it ain't cool to be all the way black. Like, Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up out here for us, y'all. I'm telling you. Does the American dream actually is, exist, or is it an American joke? Y'all know joke. what I'm about to say. A fucking <laughs> joke. <laughs> they could literally be synonymous with um, clown school, because like, <laughs> what are we doing for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clown school. No, they do that. They definitely are telling the world these jokes. Stand up at its finest. For real. For real. So would y'all say, would y'all say y'all have American pride? No. Absolutely not. I mean, but they cool though. I guess. I mean, me personally, I that's just an American joke. And again, <laughs> I don't I don't feel like being Huey P Huey P. Newton or Nessie Mandela on this motherfucker today. I really don't, y'all. I already know how you feel, but... I was about to say, you know, <laughs> damn. <laughs> this country owe me too much money. <laughs> Love the consistency and the persistence. Hey. I hope you get your money. And I, I shall. One way or <laughs> But damn, I'm going to go on notice. Like, I just don't feel like it exists for us, like in our society like we we've talked about this me and me and tia specifically like we've said like this shit needs to be destroyed <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i we forgot we said, said that this gotta go down like <laughs> what um what uh old girl uh mama say on a different world i was oh. like die just die <laughs> no i'm just playing but no, we really do need some major reconstruction. And for things to be reconstructed, it has to go. Like so, Damn. I just I I get people come over here, like you know, with that idea, and it works out for a lot of people. But for me, work for me living here, like it's a whole different like lens. It's a whole different perspective, and it's a whole different experience being a black exactly. person who you know is raised through this shit so yeah i don't know but i'm gonna give it a three out of ten do not recommend 30 <laughs> percent mm. and it was late so i'm gonna deduct 10 more percent damn <laughs> yeah Woo, that's basically and- zero <laughs> absolutely I love- I love how we like always find a way to like kind of find like the silver lining and like the joking thing. But like honestly, truly on a real note, Wendy, like I always feel for you because like being in being like a black man in America is like really tough. Like outside of nothing mm-hmm. else, just being a black man at, in America is really tough. Which you, I'm not saying it's not I tough to be a woman. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just saying I'm like no, it's like. like I, I hear what you're saying. I just don't like when people try to separate the experiences because it's it's really not like. like yeah, I'm not and- separate. I'm not separating the experience, but I'm just being real to you. Like, I mean, as a girl, you can kind of get off with a little bit more, but like, no. I've even seen it. I've seen it like firsthand. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess we're all subject to it, but I don't know. It is like, it is an experience. I will say, but like, from my perspective, like, like I agree with Tia, but like from my perspective, I say like. Yo, women got it the worst like not even trying to laugh but like dead ass like <laughs> y'all got like chuckle. y'all go through shit like and it's it's like damn near the whole world like i i got sisters i was raised by a single mother so it hits me a lot different like seeing like a lot of black women go through shit because damn near every woman i know i've come in contact with has been abused in some type of way by a man so and a black man too so it's just crazy to see that you got to fight the world and fight your own people as well. Where do you go and hide? Like, where do you go and have a safe place type shit? I, I mean, I, I definitely feel what y'all saying. I, I definitely do. Bro- brother and sister soldier. Um, however, 
<laughs> I was not meaning against our people. I was just saying, like, as far as just like in this in white America. I understand like, I what you're saying, but like this is. But yeah, no, and then like, to, and then as a caveat, no, but then as a caveat of what Tia said, I'm gonna have to slightly disagree with you, brother, because I'd be damned if a man ever be like, or how you say I, you don't like how they separate the two experiences. I'd be damned if a man ever feel like he can step foot in a woman's shoes, and I feel like as a woman, I'd be damned if I ever feel like I could step in a man's shoes. It's not stepping. We the the thing is, we both got the shoes. Yeah, like, like we walking together. So there is no exactly. So like there, and I like I really do struggle with that when people always bring up black men and, and not just the community in general because there there's no the experiences yeah. that they're different, but I guess the levels, for lack of a better word, are the same. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, I see. I said. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I fuck with. Oh, Tia. Oh, okay. I mean. <laughs> I fuck with that too, but like I mean, them woke her up. Yeah, nah, I, I, I definitely hear you, bro. But like, I don't, I don't know for you, so I'm gonna just speak for myself. But I even know, like, just within my friend group of people, I know, I know more women more like open and acceptable to like therapy than I know that are men. So even in a sense of like healing or just kind of beginning on that journey to like healing ourselves to get to a point where it's just like okay like how you said we both are in these shoes but like what are we gonna do to work on ourselves so even just get on that mindset I feel like it's more of like a woman thing like we're more in touch with our emotions and things like that that's kind of like what I'm more so hinting at but like I definitely get what you're saying we both are like we kind of like on this fight together but I feel like we kind of gonna get to this like later in the episode where like you already know when we kind of talked about this but like getting to that point where like how you said we both have these shoes on so instead of like looking at it through a lens of like woman, man, no, like we are in this together. So take your take the person to the left of you, to the right of you, whether that's a man or woman, and you hold them by their hand and you face this together. But I feel like that's what we kind of lack as a as a community. But that's kind of like getting to another subject a little bit. But like, yeah, that's kind of like more so where I'm coming from. But I definitely hear y'all and I definitely get what y'all saying. But like, it's still like just even like little shit. Like I definitely feel like it's a difference. No. I, I could see that too. Okay. Different strokes, but hey. folks. What in the words of Angela from you know why did I get married? Boom. So <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> this nigga said slavery was a choice. Oh damn. Up because listen, he dead ass wrong. Not trying to kick the man while he's down, but hey, we're here now. How do we feel? How you feel? Um, y'all know how I feel about him and that <laughs> saying that period. Um, no, why would you say something like that? Absolutely not. Mm. That's ridiculous. And like break break it down the way you broke it down to me, because I, I want people to really like I don't feel like people's <laughs> had it explained to them like that. I feel what people are saying when they say you have choices in life and like you choose these things, but I think that when you have when you have to choose between death, that's taking away your choice. When you have to choose between things that are so vile and so savage and so like, um, like hurtful, then you are taking away somebody's choice. And something like that, that experience was so, so disgusting. Like I can't, I don't even have words to explain that experience. Um, they literally made like, chairs and shit out of people's skin literally whipped people until they like like that experience is just so vile yeah. like when you have to choose between something like that that's not a choice i i don't think that takes away the choice so no i definitely feel what tia saying as far as like the shit that comes like with the after effects when it was like when i seen that shit that went viral as far as like the hair and they was pulling out the stuff and it was literally like hair from slaves now that is crazy so i definitely get you when it like the experience is vile and all that stuff but like don't hate me y'all but like I kind of agree with Kanye like I'm not gonna lie slavery was a choice where I feel like everything in your life everything in your life is a choice like now even if you choose to fight are you gonna win that battle you might not but like how do you want to remember it as you just lay down and didn't do nothing or you I'm just saying, like, how do you want to remember it? Like, I'm, I'm just being real. This is not a rhetoric, a rhetoric that's not already out there. Like, right? I feel like that's a, that's I don't think that's wild. 
I feel like that's essentially the difference between the Panther Party and like Martin Luther King preaching peace and these people in in the Panther Party was not preaching no peace. Like, no, nah, fuck that. So mm. I mean, it's not like an ideology that just hasn't been put out there. And now to actually say the words that slavery was a choice, that might that I feel like honestly, and this y'all can feel how y'all want to feel. I feel like we are uh, easily offended people. No, Sersky. Please relax. To them, I'm not gonna lie. It was getting hectic in here. It was. <laughs> Woo! Y'all smoking up in here. Y'all smoking. Yeah. Y'all smoking up in here. I was like, shit. <laughs> I mean, Damn. yeah. It's like, like I can, I can understand both sides, but like where I stand is like. It's a hell I, I don't feel like anybody should consider death as an option, like for something like that. Like, like what? Yeah, and that's crazy. It, it's very crazy, <laughs> and just being, I, I don't know what I would do. Like, I, I can't even pretend to speak. I like <laughs> for them to be sold and everything. I don't know how those people mentally were thinking. Like. Oh, what? going through all of that and seeing all of that and then being sold and moved and all this stuff like so I can't tell you oh I would have like I personally feel like I would have been in mindset yeah but like again I wasn't there then I don't know what was going on and what their mindset could have been back then or how what their morals and stuff was like being raised some of these people already have families too right so a lot of them are thinking like, you know, I can escape, I can go back, I can, you know, I can be there for my family or I got to stick this out for my family. So, right, you know, it's not just that easy. Like some yeah. people are thinking, that. so I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, like you said, like that choice of death is just such, it's not something like, it's not that a you choice. you have to choose from. Like, that's, yeah. that's crazy. But that's I do, I mean, I totally believe in choices. And I think like Kanye's at this point, Number one, I don't think anybody who hasn't gone through slavery should speak on it in this way, period. Right. Yeah. But like, because that Especially, was such a right. vile, like a crazy ass is, time. You're, you're benefiting from what they have been through and yeah. everything they've overcome. So you you don't need to be talking at them. Like, I would much rather respect it if somebody like Harriet Tubman would have said it. <laughs> Let's speak and speak Because <laughs> we've been bamboozled. Huh, let astray, let astray, run amok. Now, <laughs> like, damn, play <laughs> all this time. We've been saying Harriet Tubman said, I could have freed more slaves if only they knew they were slaves, and she ain't said that. shit <laughs> We it can't trust them, we woman. don't know. <laughs> it was a white woman, we don't know. She could have said that and just been like. No, it's like how y'all just sit up here and said or anybody who haven't lived slavery, if you didn't motherfucking walk the grounds with Harriet Tubman, don't sit up here and try to quote what she did and did not want to fucking say. Thanks. Straight up. You are because absolutely right. I, they, they don't even teach you about no, Nat she Turner. Not, not, oh, well, I don't know. Probably not. They don't even teach you about Nat Turner yeah. in high school. And he led one of the biggest slave revolts in history. But they teach you about that bitch Harriet Tubman. <laughs> oh my God. She was a bad bitch. <laughs> Oh my goodness. She was a bad To make okay. it into white tech history textbooks. They didn't put Malcolm X in that bitch. They put Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, bitch, and that's it. And, and Obama. Rosa. And Rosa. Be- Rosa. You right. Shout out to my girl. What's her name? Claudia? Claudette. And she was and really Rosa wasn't even the first one. Really? Mm-hmm. She just first one who made it public. <laughs> Shout out my girl Rosa for sitting down. My favorite pastime. But nah, um... Nah, shout out to the original lady who sat down first. When we come back on the episode next week, I'm gonna have her name for y'all because... It's like Claudia or Claudette or something. Whoever the fuck she is, shout out to her because Rosa, they really... It was really some fly shit behind that. And I ain't saying that she ain't sit down or nothing, but you feel me? She (laughs) wasn't the first one to do it. So, because she wasn't the first one to do it, I feel like yeah, I feel like that. But um, you feel me? I I don't know. This episode was very interesting. I love my co I love my co-host so because y'all like y'all brighten my horizons. Oh yeah, love absolutely. Too, I love y'all. For but sure, anyway, for sure. with the monkey shit. 
So we're gonna leave y'all with a cliffhanger. Take us out, Richie Rich. Whew. Y'all love y'all love y'all love to do me bad. Cause why do I gotta always pose the crazy shit? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, since we wanna do all this talk of who can and who can't speak on slavery and who sat first, who didn't sit first. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm saying I'm just saying no I'm just okay let me let me stop playing around so and just <laughs> just following the conversation that we've had in the sense of like how um Tia posed the statement that um she don't feel like if you haven't lived through slavery that you can speak on it um how we even spoke about how Rosa Parks kind of got glorification being for being the first person to like um refuse giving up her seat when that's actually not true um just basically like the different stuff that we've been talking about um with these powerful people that have came before us do y'all believe that we are living our ancestors loudest dreams so as we leave off on this wonderful wednesday it's wednesday when we're recording I just want y'all to think about this. Are we living our ancestors' wildest dreams when y'all guzzling that Casamigos <laughs> and Don Julio Damn. in 1942 Damn. and you screaming to the top of your lungs that your coochie is pink and that your booty hole is brown? All right, now. You're sexy. Amen. And you got Tia in your corner supporting you because you got your welfare check on the third and your food <laughs> on the fifth. Yo, and food stamps. You just got your fifth cavity filled on your state insurance. Damn. Now I ain't seen all that. You got Tia in the corner ruling for you because she like, go, bitch, get some old motherfucking government dollars. Let <laughs> me <laughs> stop bullshitting, but no, for real, y'all. Well, that's what we gonna leave y'all off with. Do y'all really feel like we live in our ancestors' wildest dreams? So when we come back next week, um. We are going to kind of dive a little bit more deeper into this topic. And honestly, y'all, I feel like this is a good thing that we can add to our Instagram this week. I think this is something that we should add to the Instagram. We should ask, like, maybe get some opinions. Do y'all actually believe that we're living our ancestors' wildest dreams? Yep. So tap in. Follow us. (laughs) Kiss the kids. I'm going to call y'all back.